You're now tuned in to the show Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how we go Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go It's a trap door to hell, I'ma let them all know You're now tuned in to the show Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how we go Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go It's a trap door to hell, I'ma let them all know Yeah, we bout to make it all spark Chill, cause this ain't for the faint of heart Taiji's the brainiac, cause he's hella smart Travis G will tell you how it is from the start Microphone, headphone, keeping it chill Gundy brothers with the at-home feel So grab a drink, go and grab a meal And lock your doors, cause it's gonna get real Talk about sports, about comedy and food Tune in now if you wanna know the news Gather up your friends, tell your crew Brace yourself, cause we roast you fools Shout out to Johnny Goose, man, Mr. Rocha Gundy brothers about to take the Panocha Go and tell, ring that bell You are now entering the trap door to hell You're now tuned in to the show Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how it go Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go It's a trap door to hell, I'ma let them all know You're now tuned in to the show Seatbelts on, I'ma show you how it go Mine keeps spinning, but there's nowhere to go Welcome back to Trapdoor to Hell, episode 103, sitting sexily apart from me, six feet. It's our friend, wait, six feet, hold up, that seems like somebody else's intro. That's a different intro. That's a different that's a, intro. That's a wrong podcast. Sorry, wrong, wrong podcast wrong. intro. In case anybody didn't know, we also do curveballs and chair shots. <laughs> I just do a voice changer. Yeah. But sitting, <clears throat> sitting right there, with no shirt on. It's hot, Just man. all man. <laughs> Hairless wonder of the world. I mean, Tyler Gunderson. How you it's doing? It's because friend? you can't see from the belly down. I got belly hair, but everything upwards is just. It's nothing. actually totally crazy that I say that because I have less body hair than you do. <laughs> That's true. Facts. Now that still doesn't take you know anything away. I'm the manly person here. Nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> You're we the dirty do, person. Here. We can do some games to figure out that, but. Coming at you this lovely Wednesday with episode 103. Um, last week, I think it was a pretty hit. We finished up the, um, monster, the draft. monster Draft. We had a good graphic come out. I hope you guys all like that. I put a lot of work into that. Yeah. Um, I put so much work into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The hardest part, though, and it's a, and it's a thing, and I did it with the, the other, you know, the, the movie score graphic is just coming up with a template a template so now it should become easier hopefully next time i'm gonna try and do a better job because (laughs) on this show we don't have anything going after the movie review but we have a ton to talk about yeah so i don't think it's gonna be less of an episode we just don't have anything but i would love to have a basic uh template not filled out posted online so you guys at home could fill out your own brackets eventually yeah so now that i have that should be accessible we got to figure out our movie reviews sooner and not just be lazy piece of shit. But we did other stuff. And you know what? In the end, at least we're not child predators. That's true. I was uh, uh, I was going to bring up we can't talk about EDP. Oh, God. It's fall, a, fall five. EDP, dude. If you guys don't did know. Did you watch the full 60-minute video on it? No, no, she no. She sent no, it no. to me this morning. I, I got about no, three... No. Three minutes into it, and, and as Travis is saying, for those who don't know, EDP four four five, famous YouTuber, big Phillies fan or uh, Eagles. Eagles fan, Philadelphia he is sports. A, he fan. is a Phillies fan. Yeah, he's a Philadelphia sports fan. Big on YouTube. I he got he got caught in four K being a pedophile, which is, this isn't the first time he's been accused of it, but this is the first time that like 
it's been broadcasted out and pretty much confirmed. Which I want to say it's it's a great because a lot of this work is done by outside sources, like people in local groups that get together and they lure in. Yeah. You know, the guy who does the guy who like did that. the video he does a whole bunch. Let me find. Yeah, they get they get people all the time, and you know, I'm sorry because I really EDP was a funny guy, but. Chet Goldstein canceled. on YouTube. Canceled now. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely canceled. Yeah, I got three minutes into it. I was watching a little bit this morning, and it was it was just ma- mainly, like, the screenshots of the text that he was... And I was like, and he's not even, like, a shame. Like, he's not even trying to hide the fact. He was commenting on the fact that she was, thir- quote-unquote, 13, and this was wrong. And then the next screenshot would just be like, I'm trying to come over there and fuck you. And I was just like, whoa. I was getting disgusted just reading within three minutes. I don't know how I'm going to get through this whole hour long these YouTube are the, video. And these are the people. Dis, dis, disavowed EDP. Yeah. You know what, though? You know what's awesome, though? is Big Daddy's birthday message that will live on, live on forever. forever because he's got a shout-out from the pedophile. Yeah, like, I mean, th- that was the first thing I texted Cheese when he, te- when he sent it to me. He was like... He was like, damn, EDP's going down for pedophilia. And I was like, damn, I really hope he finds himself. And he said, oh, he gonna find himself all right at the bottom of a nine-story building. And I lost my shit because that was what that was what was in the message. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, good although, times. So, yeah, it's good that they get people like that. We like to, you know, disavow people. Those are, those are the people we should be going after. Yes. Right? As internet folk, internet, you know... <laughs> Twitterites, I don't know if you call them Twitterites, whatever. Know. Tweeters. The people of the internet need to go after people like that. Yes. Where, you know, I know the, the cancellation of Louis C.K. and stuff, and I've always defended him through that. And a lot of women comedians have defended him through that. That's on the other side of that. That had consent. It's just he wasn't doing right things. I'm not touching on Louis C.K., but okay. I mean, he had consent. I, I didn't look much into it, so I, I mean, I, I, I'm in, I'm people, ill-informed, so I'm not going to make a comment the on people, Louis C.K. The, some of the women who were lesser comedians claimed that they felt like they couldn't say no. Okay. But at the same time, he still did it with approval. And let's be honest, if you can't say no to Louis C.K., I mean, he's... Look at him. Whatever. Yeah, that... It's a deep hole. We're not going to get too far down that. How are you doing? Recording later than normally. Long work day. Because we got work days. Ty's got long work days. So yeah, buddy. You know what? No more nursery routes for, for old Ty Gundy. I'm doing regular. Nobody just... knows the slang you're talking about. So basically nursery routes are just easier routes that they start you off with to get you used to the job. Yeah, put that mouth on that nipple, baby boy. Exactly. I'm off those. No, um, they weaned me off, off of the it. nipple. I'm off Unlike the nipple. Unlike the kid from Grown Ups. Exactly. Um, <laughs> what am I supposed to do with these? <laughs> uh, I'm doing the titty joke from yeah. Grown Ups. Uh, so today was first day. Did about two... What was it? 2.58? I'm glad you didn't quit like your FedEx job. But yeah. that, you know... Good for you, buddy. There we go. Becoming was, slowly but surely becoming a little man. How was your How was your day, Trav? My day's fine. I ain't got no issues. Okay. You want to get into some shout questions? Out, okay. Shout out Mike Newton. Mike, Mike Newton, Newton used to coach Little League with us. Yes. Uh, good friend. He messaged me personally saying that uh, he loves the podcast. He, he listens. He, he very much enjoys listening to us talk. We do a great job. Shout out to you, man. I had shout a, out Mike Newton. Hopefully uh, he's doing all right. 
Yeah, I, I haven't heard from him in a he long just, time. Uh, he just was in uh, Vegas safely. I've seen that. Vacationing. Seen that. Uh, good for him. Uh, I think out with the, his mom and dad, or his, his dad, for yeah. sure. I, I'm not sure. I, all I saw was pictures of his dad. <clears throat> but, right? His dad, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, good for him. I miss him. It was great coaching with him. He was like, you gotta tell more stories about about coaching. the baseball time, uh, yeah. baseball times, and us coaching. I love coaching with Mike, and he was he was the one to say that he goes, "You can go ahead and call me the angry coach or whatever." And eh. I, was like, I was like, "I'm not gonna call you the angry coach. I just blame it on if the kids." It, if anybody's the angry coach, Donnie. Donnie was well, the that was Donnie, Donnie was the over the top angry because coach. I, I had coached times with Mike before Donnie came yeah. in. Yeah. That was that was a rough thing, but like coaching with Mike makes it easier because he asserts himself as the bad guy early. Yeah. Uh, like you know, and not in a bad way. You no, need you that, have to you have, have, that, to have coach. that coach who who's on who's, your ass about everything. Exactly, yeah. and he 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 pushes you, he pushes you, and he gets angry when things aren't right yeah. because you need that guy, and then you need a softer guy. He was a great guy to coach with because I didn't like being that guy. Yeah. That's one of and he might be one of the most underrated coaches out of the out of that whole league. I mean, the not a lot of love goes out to Mike Newton for for the amount of time he's put in at that league and and the amount of kids he's affected. Well, it's mostly because like that, of though. the parents that he pissed off because of how he was the quote unquote angry, angry coach, coach, yeah, which is bullshit. He probably pushed your kid to be better than mm-hmm. they are. Yeah, ninety percent of the kids who played under under Mike are, are sitting here going, "He was a great like I loved having him as a coach." It was just the it was the the low percentage of people that. Got on their ass and were too soft. And I felt like, because I felt a shift change, and we talked about it some of the last years that we were coaching, because I think the last year I did All-Stars, I did with Mike. Yeah. And I think you were there helping a little bit, too. I did I did that season. I did, I mean, I was there for a minute. But we did talk about how, how, like, the players are becoming softer. We can't, you know, we can't do the same things we did. They don't listen the same way. Yeah. So I feel like he got, he got out at the same time. Glad his health is better. That was part of the reason. Yeah. So shout out Mike Newton. Also another shout out. This one's from Johnny Roca, but it is a new listener. New listener. Yeah. yeah. So his name. I had another text message from work. His name is No Dab. Yes. No joke. His name is. No I know. I, uh, Johnny Roca texted me. Oh, he texted you. He too. texted me too about from it. West Covina down there in uh, SoCal. SoCal. Uh, shout out to the new listeners. Shout mm-hmm. out to Johnny Roca. Always keep pushing the pod. If you guys and we'd say this at the end sometimes because I don't really care half the time, but love to get new sponsors and because or sorry not new, new sponsors new listeners, but because we got new listeners, we have a sponsor. What? So raise energy. Oh, oh sorry, shit. sorry. I was like, uh, I thought you were taking to talk about a serious sponsor. That's crazy. Uh, no, I had to end that one lightly. Oh my god, raise so, energy. We give you the poops. <laughs> speaking about. Speaking about speaking poops. Speaking about. We got some questions. We got uh, a few questions here. We'll start with with Johnny Roca. Asked us, what is the craziest or funniest place you ever farted, shitted, or urinated? One of our listeners, Manny Cardenas. Once passed, once pissed in a latex glove and water ballooned it. See, so this is this is an issue that comes up with me especially. Yes. For all the listeners out there, I've had bowel issues my entire life. Um, because of that, I had to get my a balloon blown up in my ass by a doctor. 
if you want to hear the whole story on that, we can talk about that another time. <laughs> That's for another podcast. I also uh, have trouble sleepwalking. Uh, when I was a child, maybe te- close to teenage or preteen, even if that, my dad came out of bed one night. Might I say, he did say he was naked as well. <laughs> I mean, the amount of times we've seen him just walking around the house naked at night. I don't remember him because I'm sleepwalking. Oh, but Must be nice. <laughs> but um, he caught me pissing in, a garb- in the garbage can in the kitchen yes. during one of those experiences. Also, because I drink and, you know, uh, in my past life, not what I'm doing now, I used to drink. Heavily in other people's pla- in other people's houses. The fuck is that? I don't know. We got construction going on. We're we're adding a third story. To oh, that. that's right. We do have construction going on. D- disenvow the noises. I'm sorry. I can't fix that. Glenn G is uh, getting work done right now, so we're just gonna have to deal with it for today. Putting in fans, but I've pissed. I I got. I remember when Michael Mendoza his his parents moved into the place they live in now. And they moved from their old place. I went to their new place, got extremely blackout drunk, but I didn't know where the bathroom is. I had been drinking there and pissing in the backyard. So I went to bed, and then I'm woken up to just yelling at me because I apparently tried to piss on in the sink or whatever, and I was just completely not even close to the sink. Pissed all over their microwave. It was a show. I've I've pissed. Um, I was at a. I was. I went to. Um, Are you reading these off your laptop? No, you a, no, no, no. Okay, I'm just, trying to just the way this. you were looking at your laptop. I was like, damn, he really wrote all these just down because he knew he would forget. No, just checking the um, levels. Oh. But oh, um, uh, one of my good friends, who um, no longer have good friends with, but. He was house-sitting at a place in Alameda for a, a more established family. It was, an, it was a very nice house in Alameda. I got, he said, let's come over. Come over. Let's get fucked up. Got fucked up. Put me to, bears, to bed upstairs. I had not been upstairs. Don't know where the bathroom is. I was woken up in the middle of the night by being dragged off the couch I was sleeping on because I had pissed and... Who, the owners of the house's jewelry box. Um, yeah, that was an event. Let's see. I've pissed, I pissed everywhere. I've pissed so many. I've pissed my pants multiple occasions. I mean, it doesn't stop. There shit, you go. <laughs> shit, shit, not so much. I have, like I said, I have issues with my bowels, so uh, I don't shit frequently. Craziest place for Travis would probably be the lake. Oh, I the did lake. poop in the lake. But we, we told we told that. we told that story before. Yeah, if anybody wants, that. it was last last July after we came back from camping. Yeah, episode. Let's guess seventy eight. I'm gonna say eighty two. Okay. All right. Um, also, <laughs> wait. Going, you don't have any stories? Oh well, I was gonna go because this next question is what is the craziest thing you wiped your ass with? Because it kind of goes into the story with mine. Johnny Roca said he once wiped his ass with a maxi pad. That's all they had. Yeah. Um. But the the, cra- the the craziest place I pooped and also had to wipe was at a was at one of your baseball games at Proctor in Cache Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Timmy Minkle were just walking around walking around. It was like a little little gutter off to the side, little like overflow gutter place. 
Uh, I had to shit real bad, knew I wasn't going to make it up to the bathroom, so I just popped a squat right there within street view. You know, par- cars passing by could, could watch. So I just dropped a few logs right there, and then I looked around to see what I had to wipe with, and there were just some some leaves laying there. So I had to actually wipe my ass with leaves. I shit in a creek one time and just wipe with my hands and wash my hands off in the creek. And that's why Travis is gross. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we've had some. Th- those are those are some. I've done no stories. no wipers. Yeah, I mean, I'm a gross. I'm not. I'm not. I'm a gross human being. All right, we have another question from Johnny Roca. This one a food question. Best two toppings you could get on a pizza. Well, the second question too. All right. Well, I was gonna, but what? We what are the worst? What are the worst two toppings? Yeah. And then also, what are the must-haves? Do you have on the side? Because of your pizza? the best two toppings on a pizza are the must-haves, and that's pepperoni and bacon. The worst toppings is anything that's not a meat. I don't know about all that. What I do mean, you have to say then? I mean, because I stood, I stood by my stance. That only meat belongs on a pizza. The sauce and and red sauce only. Red sauce only. Again, cheese and meat. I'm not missing out. out. I've tried it. They Uh, put that fucking barbecue sauce. I will. Shit is garbage. I will say the best two toppings are pepperoni Pepperoni and bacon. bacon. I'm with you on that. Yeah, but the statement of bacon. Yeah, because if you're gonna get if they're gonna say Canadian bacon, okay, just just get ham. It's the same thing. Um, worst toppings, I wouldn't say anything that's not a meat. Yeah, you like pan- pineapples. I like pineapple. I love all sorts of vegetables. I, I get combo pizza all the time. Yeah, it's gross. The only thing I would not put on there, I think there's only one thing, and that's anchovies. That That's a thing that people put on their pizza. You know, I've never met a single person that's done that. But did I tell you a couple weeks ago, maybe, maybe two or three weeks ago, what happened at work to me no. with pizza? So, we have issues sometimes because I work... In, in the back warehouse, I'm driving around most of the day. Uh, when the office gets food, sometimes they don't let me know. Or the or Jerry, who's there, my <clears> warehouse <throat> manager, who's there all day, uh, they, they just don't let us know that they're getting food. So we'll eat lunch, and they'll go, hey, guys, we got lunch in here. And we're like, what the fuck? Nobody told you, yeah. So we started to raise a little bit of stink about it. Lately, they've been telling us when they do that. So... We get told one day, hey, we got pizza coming. Don't worry about it. We got lunch, pizza. I'm like, cool. Been waiting around, doing stuff at the shop, you know, organizing, cleaning, whatever I'm doing. We get some orders in. I got to go out, got to deliver this stuff. I go, I got to go, and I'm going to get this stuff down, done, but I want to come back to eat. Yeah. So go in there and save me a couple pepperoni or cheese slices, right? I come back, everybody's gone already. Mm-hmm. Or the guys in the back are gone. They had to, Jerry had to leave early, whatever. <clears throat> uh, I come back to a plate with, I don't know what the fuck kind of pizza this was. Chicken and fucking, and like peppers and oh, nice. something, something else weird. I have no idea. And I was like, what the hell is this shit? I asked for pepperoni or cheese. I go in there and they got... A huge pizza, like a, like one of those King Kong, New York style, mm-hmm. huge Ginormous. size ones. And they got half combo and half whatever bullshit, artichokes. That was what was on it. 
artichokes too. Already, oh, that sounds. Was it like good. a chicken artichoke? That sounds good. And and like a combo on the other side. Damn, they screwed you. Because you don't like and, either of those. And this brings up another question: like, you have to when you're buying pizza for a group of people, wouldn't you get you go one? You plane? go basic. You get if you want to get something fancy and everybody agrees with it, something other than just cheese or pepperoni. Yeah, you get that. And a cheese or pepperoni to yeah. account for the other people. I've never been to a party where somebody only got something like like yeah. That's a ridiculous thing, correct? That's, that's kind of, that's kind of wild to not have something and it, and for it, like just. If I went in there and saw a bunch of empty boxes and then a couple pizzas that were and the that, only pizzas yeah, left were the garbage, sense. one, I'd be like, damn, I guess they were just hounds on this shit or yeah. whatever, yeah. or they didn't tell Jerry to get like, hey, the pizza's here. And he missed out. Yeah. But no. That was just, the only pizza they bought. that. That's funny as fuck. The wildest shit. Yeah, that's pretty. That's... You would think they would at least get what... Just because... What if somebody's... What if somebody's vegetarian? What You gotta accommodate for anything. No shit, right? Yeah. Or if you're gonna do that, go ask around and be like, Hey, you guys all cool with this? Just to make sure. Just to touch base. Because then you could have got something else. Like well, you like said, I, you were like about. I said, Like I said, too... Just, well, they, so, like I said, too, though, we just started getting told that they were getting food for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. But, they all ordered a big-ass tray of wings, so I was able to eat those. But it's the shitty pizza wings, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. They're only good it's, as a side for pizza. It's it's the wings from pizza places that aren't attached to wing places. Yeah. It's garbage, it's just frozen, they heat it up. So it's like the Tyson frozable, uh, frozen, frozen wings. Yeah, it's absolutely garbage. Yeah. All right. One last question, or it's a two-parter from the Trapdoor Groupie. So also Johnny Roca, I'm sure. Uh, when is the Trapdoor to Hell versus Paul Brothers boxing match? Um, I don't box people. No. So along with my balloon getting tied and uh, getting blown up in my ass because of my shitting, I also have a disease. A real disease called vasovago syncope. What is that most common in, Travis? So, this is the unfortunate part. This is going to be a long intro. Hey, good thing we don't have anything at the end of this, I right? was going to say. Yeah, no so, shit. So, I found this out when I was a teenager in middle school because, like, my whole life I had been getting hit or, or getting injured slightly in some way and passing out easily. But I wasn't telling anybody. I was just passing out, waking up, and then continuing with my day. Until one day I got punched in the arm, not hard. Like, not punched hard enough to hurt me, really. Just maybe a little sore. And I passed out in class. That's when everything was like... Go to a doctor, figure out what's going on. I gotta go to a doctor, figure out what's going on, what the hell... The unfortunate part was my when I did the test and they figured out what was going on with me, my regular doctor was, uh, my regular pediatrician was on vacation, so I had to go talk to a new pediatrician, some random guy, and he informed me that, wow, this is usually found in teenage girls. <laughs> so I have a teenage girl's disease. Yes, he does. Uh, that makes me pass out easily. And it's not even, I broke fingers, I broken bo- toes. I, I've I've been concussed severely yeah. and not passed out. 
but a mini corn dog at but Manor I burned Bowl. my mouth of uh, my throat on a mini corn dog and passed out at Manor Bowl. Yep. Because of this reason. Yep. You know, it, it's um, it's a wild thing. So I will not be boxing anything. <clears throat> I don't box either, but I don't have a teenage girl disease. I just don't want to. I mean, Jake Paul seems like he's really getting into it, so he seems like a good boxer. Well, I mean, if it's gonna okay, well, off. How about this? I'll box Dominic. <laughs> there you go. There's if, another challenge. If it comes down to him, keep fucking trying to slide on shit that we're doing. Damn, he's trying to slide on shit you're doing? How about him posting that he got a Traeger the other day? I mean, he just texted it to us. Yeah, or yeah. T- sorry, texting us that he got a Traeger and now he's ready for the barbecue competition. Now, I'm not much better. You know, I have a basic um, smoker. But the Traeger is the easiest smoker to use, period. It's what everybody uses for that wants to smoke things and grill things at the same time. They don't want to buy two different items. Yeah, you just get one. Two I for mean, one. I mean, I would trust a little kid figuring out how to use one of those. Damn, shots fired. I mean, just don't come to me saying that you're now ready for this tournament because you bought a Traeger. So we now have a triathlon going. We have, we're going to do a barbecue cook-off where me and Cheese, I guess, are the open openers with our, he's going to do wings, I got to do my poppers. Uh, and then we have a basketball match. Well, you can't do wings and poppers. Why not? You have to do the same thing. Nah, well, who cares? It's more of just kind of. Just do the wings. I'll just show you how to make my sauces and you'll nah. destroy them. Nah, no fun. Okay, so my wings aren't that good? Well, will you fucking relax. Who gives a shit? Uh, then we have the basketball match. That has to get done as well, and now bear. and now you have to box them. Three sports, one day triathlon. There we go. Trapdoor to hell versus curveballs. The gauntlet's been shot. laid. The gauntlet has been laid down. Come out Friday. Tyler's not here. Again, or come on. Don't but need you kind here. Kind of goes into the next question. Any travel plans since COVID is looking to get better? I'm going to Tahoe, uh, leaving tomorrow. I go do an L.A. trip in a couple of weeks here. Uh, what else? Weekends, and we're going camping. We're going camping in this June. This is not because COVID has calmed down, because I don't give two fucks. It doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter, but... Well, you just be safe where you go. Yes. Always be safe. I actually have my vaccine appointment. I get my vaccine on uh, my first dose of the vaccine Monday. I hope you get the Johnson & Johnson and I'm not. Well, they're not giving Johnson & Johnson anymore, so... Well, because too many people have been dying. Nobody died. Actually, Nobody's not too many died. people. Yeah, six people. Okay, six people have died. I know. It's a, it's a joke that I was doing, but the fact that you didn't even know... I didn't know ...that nobody died, died about it nah. makes you an uninformed... That nobody died about it. Yeah. How does that make sense? Nobody died about it, which it is taking the vaccine. So nobody died about taking the vaccine. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Nobody died about taking the Nobody vaccine. died from taking the vaccine. Now you're just trying to nitpick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into baseball. I, I can't believe we just did like an hour on this intro. That's, That's not long. even an hour. Uh, felt like it. That's not even close to an hour. Felt like forever. This is it, and people are like, why don't you just riff the whole time? It he felt, felt like, like that was an hour. That felt like forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ready? I'm ready. I've been ready. All right, let's start out. Ready. Let's go into the AL East where we have Red Hot Boston Red Sox sitting up top the division at 12 and 6 
The Tampa Bay Rays right behind them at 10 and 8. Baltimore at 8 and 10. Toronto struggling a little bit at 7 and 10. Lost three of their last or lost their last three games. And the Yankees have been abysmal at 6 and 11. So I think the main storyline that grabs that comes out of this division, even though Boston is hot and red hot and on top, the main story is the Yankees, right? Sitting at the bottom. Because everybody projected them. I mean, even last year we were projected in the win division. The, the division this year, we predict them again. A lot of people are predicting again, and they're just playing bad. And the, and people now, I was just watching MLB TV, uh, TV yep. and even Harold Reynolds is like, are we overreacting about the Yankees on this bad start? Blah, 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 blah. I think it has to come down to now. We've been overreacting about what this team can do for the past couple of years. Yeah. That's just plain and simple. We've been overreacting. They haven't really shown us much. Last year they were second place. They show it when they get late in the season and playoffs. But last year they weren't good. No. In the playoffs or late in the season with the sixty game thing, they also had a lot of injuries. And that's the thing is we're looking at a roster and we're going, these guys should play good because we know all their names. I don't think that's the truth anymore. I'm on the opposite side of this. The guys who we know the names who should be all-stars, Aaron Judge can't stay on the field. John Carlos Stanton can't perform. Just cannot do it. Yeah. Cannot do it. And the other people in the lineup aren't producing. Jay Bruce retired right before game time or something along those lines. Because Aaron Boone's trying to get a hold of this clubhouse because the actual Yankee fans are coming after him. They want his job. It's not him. He, I think he was the one that pushed you into playoff contention last year. And we talked about it when we talked about the Yankees winning. And it was one of the main things. They have to be healthy and they have to all perform. Yeah. And they it just seems like they can't do it together. Whether it's whether it is Aaron Boone, whether it's Clubhouse, what's going on in the clubhouse, their their mentality, or whether it's ownership. Something's awry there where they just, I don't think they could figure it out. If they were to do that, they would have done it by now. Yeah, I think this is kind of, it's going to be a wake-up call. Like you said, a lot of these players, these big-name players that are expected to perform just aren't getting it done. And then those those no-name guys who, you know, Clint Frazier, guys like that, just aren't getting it done at, at the moment either. But they're not going to be able to hold hold the weight of a 162-game season either. Now, do I see them finishing last? Of course not. They have too much talent to do that. Yeah. But I don't see with the way things have been going and are going, this getting better and then making it into the playoffs, which fucks my predictions predictions up. But, you know, I, I got to call it like I see it. And, and the people of the big media will not be the ones to go, you know, like I said, Harold Reynolds and everybody on MLB TV. We're overreacting. It's too early. I mean, but but we have seventeen last, games in. But we have last year to look forward to. We have the year before to look forward to. The team is not severely different, if not worse, from yeah. those times. Yeah, I mean, I still do think they will perform better than they are right now. Yeah, but to, will it be enough to win this division? Where, where I don't got think so. Red hot teams like the Red Sox, I don't think the Rays so. are looking decent. And I'm gonna talk. Toronto's gonna more. turn it around here hopefully soon when George Springer comes back. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the Red Sox later after we talk about all this. I want to do a new segment where I suggest a 
series to look forward to watching this weekend. So okay. we're going to talk about them. Uh, out of the Central, like we talked about last week, really tight race. Kansas City in the lead of that division. Right behind them are the White Sox and... Uh, right behind them are the Indians, both a game back. Uh, Detroit a little bit behind with uh, at a seven and eleven record, and then Minnesota at six and eleven. And Detroit plays losing the, four, losing four in a row. Detroit plays the Royals this weekend, so that'll be interesting to watch out for. It was almost going to be my my team to watch forward to, but Detroit's lower in the division and stuff like that. Shane Bieber. Still hot as all hell. Yeah. If you watch starting nine, you know this. I don't gotta. <laughs> I gotta. I ain't gotta tell you again. They're hot. Shane Bieber's hot. The pitching's phenomenal. They keep rolling. Twins in town with the A's. I've seen some real rough stuff, man. Yeah. Real rough stuff. You know the the magic was there the last couple years, but I think I think some of those guys that are on that roster just don't have it. They're struggling. They the just pitching lost staff the game isn't looking in, very they good. They just lost the game an extra inning to the A's. Yep. On an error on from an error. the second baseman. And Third. an error from Third. the... No, no, no. no, no. Oh, because they I didn't see the second baseman Because there. the second baseman made an error that left that let it go further. He had bases loaded. They were up by one run. Mark Hanna hits a ground ball. Two outs. Mark Hanna hits a ground ball to the second baseman. Not even playing that extreme of a shift. Has maybe three or four steps to his left. Slides in front of it. Fumbles a transfer that ties the ball game. Man. That should have that should have been game over right there. Third baseman, they they had that dumb extra inning rule. Yeah, runner starts runner second. on second. Well, the last out of the inning was Josh Donaldson, so they go. Well, we don't want Donaldson to be our runner. We got to put somebody else in there. So they put somebody else in there. What I don't know if it was him specifically who goes to third base for fielding, but or for defense, but somebody else goes to third base. He's the one who sails it. Donaldson's there. He doesn't sail that. Probably not. So, you know, it, it's a bunch of circumstances, but the A's are hot. So I was going to say we'll get into the West. Oakland A's sitting at the top of the division, 12-7, and seven, winning 11 of their last 11 games. Uh, Seattle not very far behind them. They're 11-7. and Tied, seven. right? Uh, they're half a well, game back. Well, before today's game against the uh, for the A's, it yeah, was tied. It yeah. was tied, but now they're half a game back. The Angels are one and a half back at a nine and seven. Texas three back at nine and ten, and the Astros at the bottom of the division, losing or yeah, losing nine of their last ten at seven and ten. It seems like back. after they got over that hump of playing the A's. Week A's on opening day on that opening day series. Opening, yeah. They they cannot opening series, opening day series. I don't know why I said it dumb, but the, during the opening series they cannot get it together. The, nothing seems to fit. Lots of issues going on over there. They also had a COVID protocol issue, so I don't know how much that you know entails what's going on over there. I don't know. Mariners very surprising. And let's talk about the A's. I mean, the, the, the Mariners looked pretty good last year in that 60-game season. They got a lot of good young guys over there. Really, good, It's one of the it things done. I think we talked about during our preseason uh, guesstimates. As, no, actually, you know what? I don't even think we talked about it. Not really. I, I don't think, think we, both, we talked about I it. I think we both I had hit, them sitting near the bottom of the the. Uh, yeah, standings. I can't remember if I had Rangers blow them or not. I can look at my notebook. Yeah, fuck it. But... They were down there. They were either last or second to last. We both had them. They're playing really good ball. 
But like so many other teams we mentioned, are they going to be able to hold this up for the whole season? Now, the A's playing hot, we had the question last week from uh, Trapdoor Groupie, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Who asked us, uh, like, do you think the A's, uh, this is the A's team we should expect? Or is it a team from last week that lost like seven straight or whatever? I said they should cool off, and they're not. But like we just talked about against the Twins, like, they won this game purely on luck. There's been a there's been a couple that were like iffy whether it should have went the they, A's way or not. They had three but, three run lead today, gave it up. It's it's been yeah. But ahead, at the sorry. same but at the same time, I mean, of the eleven on this eleven game win streak, there's also been very dominant performances. Shamanaya went went CG in that uh seven inning game, completely dominated. Lazardo's back getting back to what we saw from him last year. And just, I mean, there we we were outscoring a lot of a lot. Of, we had a minus thirty seven run differential when we were when we had that losing streak. We're at minus two now. Yeah, no, the pitching has definitely come around. The whole team has come around. Yeah, there, there's no doubt about that. But the pitching, especially, uh, I think they really got a hair up their ass because what they were doing to us early. Yeah. Uh, us, I mean, the, the A's, A's organization. Yeah, but um. Do I see this continuing? I don't, I don't necessarily think it's got to fall when does, at some When point. does the streak end? How long do they go? You think they break the money ball record? Who do we got play coming in? This We go to Baltimore. We fly to Baltimore tonight. We play. Uh, we have the off day tomorrow, and then they play starting uh, Friday. Third game Third game in, in Baltimore, I think we drop. Okay, so so that would make it a 13-game win streak? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think they go money ball distance, but I think they have they have one or two left with I Baltimore. I just don't think, you know, when we talk about the money ball and the streak and stuff like that, that takes a ton of stellar pitching to do that. Yeah. Everybody from the, ro- from the rotation to the bullpen was lights out. And I'm still seeing issues. I mean, we had Lou Trevino in... Uh, in late innings today, and him Shuggled. and Pinder, Pinder was catching, right? No, Pinder doesn't catch. Who's the catcher? Uh, there would Sean Murphy. Sean or... Murphy. So, okay. Yeah, Sean Murphy. I get their names confused all the time. I don't know why, but Sean Murphy could not. Him and they couldn't get on the same page with a runner on second base. Yeah. Like they had to keep stepping off. There was time being called. It was taking too much time. There's a lot of issues going on there, and I know that's. Such a little thing to pick from and say that, but little things like that is what ruin a, a streak. Yeah, those are win or lose you a ball if game. They can't do it, yeah. so that's that. Uh, in the East, we have the Mets sitting at top of the division at seven and five. Of course, they still have a lot of games to make up from COVID protocols and stuff like that. Their opening series was canceled, completely canceled. Uh, so yeah. Phillies, Phillies right behind them at nine and nine. Miami in third at eight and nine. Atlanta. And fourth at eight and ten, and then the Nationals at seven and nine. But if you watch the game, Atlanta and the Nationals are starting to get hot. They're yeah. playing really good baseball right now. Um, also helps that the Braves are playing the shitty Yankees, so they got kind of got an easy road right now. And they're about to play the Diamondbacks, who is just beat up on. I think the division. I think Atlanta should level out this division a little more, and it's going to be that competitive race like we talked about yeah. preseason. The Mets are getting it done by any means. 
Yeah, uh, we talked about it last week. They're not exactly about. stomping teams. They're just beating them out by a little bit. But And then every fifth day you have the, the coming of DeGrom. They finally got a win for DeGrom. <laughs> I want to say right now, he could be, we could be witnessing the best pitcher in MLB history right now. And it's a goddamn shame. He's on the he's Mets. He's been on the Not just that he's on the Mets now, because I think they're putting a, a kind a better of good team around him. Yeah. But he has been on the Mets. The bad Mets. Yeah. Uh, uh, just The record won't indicate just how stellar of a pitcher he is. Uh, that's why the advanced analytics help and yeah. should come into factor when we start talking about things. I mean, because his, number, his numbers are nasty. There, There's nobody, nobody better. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, there's a lot of injuries out of that division, too. Juan Soto's out with a shoulder strain. Uh, Strasburg's out for the Nationals. Strasburg's out with a all right on shoulder the, all inflammation. All on, like, 10-day ILs. Yeah, this is all 10-day. I forgot to talk about with the White Sox. This is at the beginning of the season. Eloy Jimenez is out for, like, five or six months. Um, yeah, we knew about Eloy. Yeah. Yeah, remember, because you were like, did he die? Remember that on opening day? Oh, maybe. Remember, because you asked me, did Eloy die or something? Because they oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. They did the fucking. They did the jersey thing. They did the. They put a shrine up. Yeah, couldn't be there because he was injured. I'm like, no, he's just hurt, dude. Relax. Yeah. Well, that was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. Uh, Out of the central, we have the Brewers sitting atop the division at 11 and seven. Reds at nine and seven at a game back. Pittsburgh at eight and ten. The Cardinals at eight and ten, and the Cubs at the bottom of the division at seven and nine. And I think we touched upon. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, Brewer's also dealing with injuries. Yelich on the 10-day with a back. He's got back soreness. So I'm going to talk about this now because you you brought up a lot of the injured list stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stuff, and it's surprising because it's very early in the season. And it's also a lot of big names going on IL. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly 10 days and things like that. What I think, and I, and I heard this, and I was kind of trying to, and I put myself in... Mike Newton, throwback, that manager manager headset from when, like, uh, the uh, mindset, mindset from when I was coaching and stuff Travis like that. Travis had an actual headset. For, <laughs> yeah. He thought he was an NFL coach. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, 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 Peyton, why don't you say uh, <laughs> Omaha one more time? Yeah. But I put myself in that mindset, like, you, you're coming off a shortened season, right? Shortened season. You have all these players who not necessarily all of them played last year. If so, in limited capacity or full capacity, doesn't really matter. Coming into this year, going into another season, but it's going to be a full season, 126 games. You actually played a full, um, uh, sorry, pr- um, why am I blanking? Played Spring full- training. Okay. You played a full spring training. So I think what's going on is these managers came up to their guys who are, you know, the stars. They're maybe a little injury prone and came up to them and said, hey, look, anything that happens, we don't need you to play through it, especially early in the season. Yeah. If you have any issues, let's get that dealt with. That way we can have you for the back six, back end the of back 68. Yeah. We, we need you there. Or fifty eight, excuse me. We need you there more than any uh, ever. A ten a ten day stint right now does not hurt us as much as it does in August. 
So I think that's what's going on. I don't think there's much to take from these IL stints. Just besides that, for sure. Uh, Also out of the division, Nick Castellanos, we talked about last week and his suspension. He was going through the appeal process. Appeal gets upheld. He has to serve the two-game suspension. Yeah, this I mean, thankfully it's only two games. Yeah, it's not a long one. I still do think it's unfair. And and, uh, I was going to say, like, I don't get any bash backlash from what I had to say last week, but we don't get it. You don't get backlash anyway, so who cares? Yeah. But I I think that it was I don't I don't think it was just giving him a two day suspension, fine him a little bit, but you know it is what it is, and this is what the league does. Yeah, this is what the fucking league does. And then out of the out of the West, we have the. I need to get a new headset too. All right, Dodgers sitting firmly at top, fourteen and four, eight. Out of the last 10, won eight of them. Uh, the Giants right behind them at 11 and 7, three games back. Padres at 10 and 10. Diamondbacks at 7 and 10. And the Rockies, sorry, they're at the bottom at 6 and 12. Sorry, Dominic. Yeah, I mean. Dodgers are just red hot. This is one of those things, too, where I love to talk shit to Dominic because this was such a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah. But he was on the side of me with the Angels. Which devalued my opinion, but they're playing good. This was a little off. Yeah. But I mean, we can all go back to what we said about the Yankees. But everybody said it about the Yankees, so we can't. Um, the Dodgers are gonna join the likes of the 1906 Chicago Cubs, 2001 Seattle Mariners, the 1998 New York Yankees, the 1954 Cleveland Indians, the 1927 New York Yankees. All the really good teams you can think of out there. And they're gonna. I I think they honestly have an opportunity to blow these records out the box. The nineteen oh six and two thousand one uh, Mariners are tied for the best. Yeah, what was it? Winning his seasons. One. Can you read? Are you reading? Or are you guessing? I'm guessing. Because I have it pulled up. I know you do. One twenty one. Oh no, not that good. Was what but was not it? too far 111, off. One eleven, right? One sixteen and forty six. Okay. Is uh well so I wasn't Seattle sure Mariners if they hit their twenties. Seattle Mariners are one sixteen and forty six. Chicago Cubs are one sixteen and thirty six. Yeah, less games, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think that record could be in danger because I mean this team is just that good. The only thing that stops this team is injuries. If this team uh, they, gets the injury been button, healthy. They've been healthy, yeah. And even but if they at have, any, even because they've added more, I, Tyler, I, I, they've added more. No, I know, but it'd be a bit like a big injury bug bites them. Oh, that okay. would that yeah, would yeah. be the only thing I could see stopping them. Yeah, like you lose the, you, you lose two of your star pitchers and maybe even a star player. Yeah, and that's. I but mean, for something that's gonna cost them the rest <laughs> of the year and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, because they could nothing simple at all. Yeah, it's it would take a lot for them to to really slow down and. Right now, it's not looking like they will break down. a record. They are so good. The Padres too was very exciting watching. And funny story about Friday night. I was gonna. I was just gonna say that rivalry over the weekend just was very fun to watch. Yeah. But on Friday night, even better. So, me and Laura were hanging out. She she says, "Let's get blackout drunk. I want to have some fun." Right after dinner, she starts not feeling good. Okay, go up. But I'm, I'm still drinking. I'm having a good time. I'm sitting down here watching the Dodgers. Or I was watching the A's game. Then I switched to Dodgers-Padres. Started to get a little later. You know, hey, are you coming up? What's going on? I'm going to come 
and I say I'm going to come up after the Dodgers-Padres game, which was at that time in the, the bottom of the seventh or the top of the eighth, yeah. something like that, and the Dodgers were up. So I'm thinking this game should be over in a couple innings. I'll be up and go to bed. All of a sudden, boom, I wake up at 5 in the morning <laughs> on the couch, confused as to why I didn't go up to bed. Yeah. Because my complete plan was to go Finish to bed as soon game. as this game was over. Yeah. Come to fact, they played 12 innings there at, at uh, Chavez Ravine. What the fuck is Chavez Ravine? That's where they play, in L.A. Petco? Petco Park. Were they in San Diego? I think they were in San Diego. They're in They're in Chavez Ravine this they're weekend. In, yes. Okay, my bad. Sorry. I was like, what? My, my I fucking mean, bad. That, that could have gone either way because Sha- I assume that's like... You the area, go, that's the area, not the stadium name. You guys can already see how toasty if I was <laughs> at the time when I was watching the game and didn't realize they were in San Diego. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, and then the next night they had the Kershaw, Jerks, and Profar uh, scuffle Yeah, happen. tell me a little more about that because I, I didn't look too much into it. I mean, basically, Profar... Swung late on a pitch, right, like and was like a way out there. Like swing, he stole it out of the catcher's like, mitt. Like he was trying to steal it, and he hit the catcher's mitt for interference. Okay. So it looked like an intent, like he was intentionally trying to oh, hit, hit the like, glove for interference. Okay. Kershaw obviously not liking that. Well, they because just, he gets a free pass in first yeah, base. They were just jawing at each other. He jawed at him. Profar told him to shut the fuck up, and then. Now we benches, watched we watched Jerks and Profar far very close With last, last year. year yeah. Do you think this was intentional? Uh, from what I saw in the video, it looked, I mean, it was a long swing. And this is coming from a guy who had a long swing. I remember he had a lot of catcher's interferences. Uh, this was a very long swing for somebody in the pros. So I thought it was it was a little That's out rough. there. It was a two, one, two count as well. A little behind in the count against a really good pitcher like Kershaw. You do anything. They always tell you do anything to get on board. They also said on starting nine, like there must be some credence to this because how often do we hear Kershaw chirp anything? True, very true. So the the fact that he feels slighted in that way, yeah, okay. And then, and, and, but there was not much left after that, right? They didn't uh, really. They just had, uh, and then it was Bauer versus Snell the next night, and Bauer would, Bauer was being Bauer, fucking dominating, showing up the guys at the plate and shit like that, and. Blake Snell came out and was like, I didn't like the way he treated the mound out there or some shit like that, trying to be like a baseball hardo. Like, your team got stomped out, man. Just just go on. But that's Try and a, get him back. That's also surprising to me because, like, what Bauer does for the players and their ability to to express himself, yeah. and Blake Snell being a younger, younger guy, <laughs> uh, and I've seen him show some emotion on the mound, yeah. you would think he would kind of mind his own business. I think I think it's more of heat of the moment. Your team just got beat up on at home, not feeling too good about what's going on right now. A little sore after, and getting asked about it in a, in a post-game interview where you lost the game. Yeah. yeah it's a little sore stuff. But after all that, the Dodgers still took two or three. Yeah. Exactly. But they're playing against uh, against each other this weekend as well. Is that your your must no, watch? No, that's okay. not it. No. But they do play this weekend. So what is Travis's new segment of must watch? My must watch series. series for the coming weekend because I know a lot of you guys work and you may not be able to catch everything. It's very hard to catch a lot of uh, most of the games like we talked about last week. Trying to remember people's names and 
blah, 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 blah. We do our best. But this week's series to watch out for is the Seattle Mariners facing the Boston Red Sox. I believe in Boston. Can you Jeff fact check that? In Boston, It yes. is in Boston. Boston, red hot. Uh, this will be a series where they need to stamp their case as one of those teams who are going to stay on top of the division. And the Mariners are biting for first place against the A's, playing very good baseball right now. They want to come in and defuse that fire in Fenway. A lot of young talent, a lot of uh, baseball minds going at it. I think that's going to be the series to watch out for this weekend. And, you know... And I could easily just pick the Dodgers and Dodgers, the Padres. Padres. But, you know, that only affects one division, really. You want to you want to watch something that affects multiple, divi- multiple divisions. You want to, with more, uh, more on the line, I guess, for, back of a, uh, for lack of a better term coming to my head. Yeah. Um, and fun, like that's a uh, that's something uh, here on the West Coast we're gonna watch. That's uh, the Padres and and uh, Dodgers are prime time. Like a couple of those games are gonna be earlier than normal. You're, I was gonna you're say those are, around those on are the some morning morning you're, games. You're hanging around on the down. weekend. You need something to watch before you know those late games come on. Yeah. That's the one to look out for for yeah. sure. Saturday and Sunday, they're both ten o'clock starts on the on the West Coast. Exactly. Um, and then I completely forgot to bring up. The White Sox, Carlos Rodon, almost goes perfect. After, I mean, just mere days after Joe Musgrove throws his no-hitter in San Diego, Rodon takes a perfect game into the ninth, gets the first out, second battery faces, he fucking hits him with a sweeping sweeping slider that gets away from him, hits him on the top of the foot. Now, some people are taking issue to not getting out of the way, necessarily not, not trying to... Not trying to avoid that pitch to preserve that no hit that perfect game, but that's not the offensive player's job. Man, being a per being because you have to think from the offensive state of mind, the team being thr- shut out, no hit, perfect yeah. game, whatever you want to call it, like they expect to get on base and to come back and win the game. Yeah, you don't you don't want to be on that side of you. Don't As a be on pitcher, the wrong side of the I would game. definitely hate it. It's one of yeah. those things that. It's like, uh, what, what do they say on Bar My Take all the time? It's one of those moments where you go, sports are great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because it's a sports are great thing. Everybody in every kind of sport realizes this moment. That moment where you go, God damn, fuck you, man. Why didn't you fuck? You could have done that. This is history, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the other side goes, thank God we're not in the history books <laughs> for a perfect game. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a perfect... Uh, you know, this is sports. Sports are great. And I, I, I caught the game watching. I was on the MLB Network when they were broadcasting it. And they cut back to, they had fucking Pedro Martinez in the booth talking. And he was saying, he was like, I had this same situation happen to me. I also decided to go with the off-speed stuff and lost a perfect game myself. When my fastball was working real good that day and Carlos Rodon's fastball was working real good. He was like, he'll learn from this ex- from this moment of like, I gotta trust my fastball in that in that situation. Yeah. Now, now comparing Rodon to Pedro, Pedro is, yeah, no. is kind of a step above. Yeah. But you know, because I think Pedro ended up throwing a couple more no hitters. Yes. I don't know exactly how many he's got on his record. Not a perfect game though. I don't think he's ever had a perfect. Well, game. that's one in a lifetime thing. Yeah. You know, Dallas Braden. Shout out Dallas Braden. Shout out, hey, get get my fucking ticket signed. 
That'd be cool. Come in my pants. That would be fucking cool. But, uh, yeah, so it is what it is, but congratulations to him. He still finished a no-hitter. Yes. Right? Can't be mad about that. Not an easy feat. In the record books forever. Yep. I hope you guys heard that burp. Uh, that's all I had for the MLB. Yeah. So we can move into our very, very little amount of football news we have. Draft is, I believe... Yeah, I can't breathe. Like... 20... Oh, my God. Four twenty twenty one. I can breathe. That was... What a what a tweet. Did it say, I can breathe? Or I can I... I can breathe. Okay. Because of the whole thing of, I can't breathe. Chauvin. Yeah, Chauvin yes. was found guilty. All the Raiders toasted... I don't understand why the Raiders are getting roasted for that. Do you understand that? Base. It's basically... It's, I, I mean, it's not what you should be saying. What do you mean? What should you say then? You you do like what the NFL did and just talk about how it's a good thing that Chauvin or Chauvin, whatever his name, last name was, got what he, you know, got the sentencing. Yeah, they got, he was found guilty. He was found guilty. They, they, you know, they got that right, but we still, but we still need to, um... Still need to work and move forward with social justice and all that. Just make a blanket statement like that. They made a blanket statement. I can breathe now. Yeah, no, because there's still a lot of problems going on in the world. This, it's like the, it's basically like okay, it's basically like wiping the hands clean. Like, all right, we're done with this social justice stuff. We're good. We can breathe now. uh, Yeah. That's I, I that's get, why he's getting the slap. You know what? I'm going to come out and say, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. It's hard to put into words, but yeah, that's pretty much why they're getting Riots in San Leandro right now. You want to touch base on those? I didn't even know there were riots in San Leandro, Yeah, they shut down. Ranger Rich posted they were shutting down Walmart. He had to get out. People were like in the middle of starting to check out. They just closed down Walmart and... In San Leandro. Were there actual riots or were they preparing for the I idea I think they're preparing, that... but... You know? Yeah. I mean... It is what it is. It's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. So who, who do they think all is... I, all who I've do heard, they think is rioting? All I've heard is that... Uh, why there could be social justice stuff happening in the same accordance... Is I seen that there was a, a teenage girl... Teenage... Using that real loosely... 17 or so? Yeah. Shot and killed. I forget where. But... She was coming at. I've seen. She I, called the cops. Is this the one? No, that I, the one who tried to stab somebody in the face with oh, a knife. Different person then. Because I've seen this on. I've seen. She may have called the cops, but she's. I. I I'm not sure on that. She may have been the one who called the cops, but she still. Whoever it was, because I've seen like justice for this person hashtags, and I'm like, this is god awful. Yeah. I get the jo- George Floyd. He shouldn't have had his fucking neck stood on for. 11 minutes or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. But, like, this this girl who I seen in the video, who I seen a justice for blah, blah, blah post about, she was, there was an altercation going on, and they were in a front yard, and she pulls a knife out in front of a police officer and tries to stab another girl in the face. Yeah. It's the, that's... That's the problem. That's with... a, and if there's something I'm missing from another case where where I'm undermining that that deserves reason to, I'm not saying there's any right to there's any reason to riot, but there should be reason for pr- protest for sure that I'm missing. Let me know, please, because I'm I'm missing it. But like if it's because of that one case, 
we're out of our fucking mind. I don't think it's for that. Okay, I, I, they're, they're right. Just, it would make sense. No, I mean that. It, 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 it saying, reminds me of the guy who was at the San Leandro Walmart. Remember that from? Oh, he was in a standoff, but there were still people supporting. There were him. people who supported him because he was standing there in a standoff with the police and with he had a, a bat, ba- yeah, threatening and rushing at people. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of that same thing, yeah. like that same situation. I don't think, yeah, like you. I've already made my piece on yeah. that, but sorry, it could be. We, what's we got, who's, track here. who's the other one that that? Um, there was one just a few, just a, like last week or something like that. I can't remember his name, and that kills me. But it was the the officer thought that she had pulled out her taser. It was like another. Um, Oscar oh, Grant situation. Yeah. It was like an Oscar Grant situation. Uh, they the officer thought she had pulled out her taser, didn't it was her gun. On a on a traffic stop. Oh, the lady pulled out a gun? The the cop, the lady cop. Oh, okay. She it was a traffic stop. She oh, pulled she the, claimed she pulled her taser out? That she, doesn't work anymore. No, no, she thought she had pulled her taser out. You know they're on opposite sides, right? Yeah. And I you know, know how much you know how many hours they train on a lot. They put bill. a lot of time on that. We learned that from the Oscar Grant tra- case. Yeah. So that's that might be, if anything, the reason for the riots. Which rightfully so and they the reason he got pulled over was because they said there was something obstructing his view in his car. You know what it was? It was a, It was one of those tree scents. They said it was obstructing yeah, his view. It's absolutely ridiculous. They pull a bit. I mean, they pulled me over for nonsense reason out, out here. Yep. And if I was black, I could be dead. But and that's a sad. And that's a that's a sad thing. Yeah. Uh, thank God. Right. Thank you. I'm, sorry. I meant to say. <laughs> just don't. I know what you're. Joke. I know what you're gonna say. What was don't I gonna go say? there. I don't want to say it. I wish All I right. was black so I could be dead from that pullover experience. Ah, God damn it, Travis. The Bengals unveiled their new uniforms this past week. Disavowed me. Yeah, they. Uh, I couldn't really tell the difference. Could you really tell the difference? No, they look pretty much the same. Other than they're white, they're all whites. Look like brand snip, brand new. But other than that, everything looked kind of very. Yeah, similar. it's not very different. No. Um, Mike Tomlin got a three-year extension with the Steelers. Um. He will probably go down as one of the all-time leading African because I believe he's already leading African American head coaches in, um, in wins, yeah, and playoff appearances and blah 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 blah. I think the list goes on for Mike Tomlin. I think uh, a couple years here, although I don't think this Steeler team is gonna necessarily win another Super Bowl or make any headway. I don't think I so. I think they still have a great opportunity to make playoffs and get him some more, you know, stat build up. Uh, and you said just one of the greatest black head coaches of all time. I think, he'll yeah. just, I think he'll go down as a top 20, one of the best head coaches. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. I did. But I, I think it stands on its own. Cause you can say just one of the, one of the top 20 head coaches of yeah. all time. And then he gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. I really think what he well, does. Well, I want to just hit both bases. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to hit both bases. Cause I agree. He is one of the best black yeah. head coaches and probably will, will be for a long time. Long time. Um, the Raiders made a signing. They signed cornerback Rasul Douglas from Philadelphia. Not really much. I mean, the only reason we're kind of touching on this is because we're Raider fans. Raider fans. And there was a lack of news out there. Yeah. Uh, and then Alex Smith announces retirement after his 
comeback of the year performance last year, got the award. I really was, respect it. Yeah. You know, it sucks because I, I think, I, I still think even we saw last year he had some in the tank, but we seen towards the end of the year and when they went into the playoffs, yeah. he wasn't healthy enough to do that. And I think the the writing is on the wall where, look, he could, he could always go back to himself and go, look, I overcame that. I, I came back and I did it and I performed. And I took my team to the playoffs, although in a sh- shitty NFC East. Yeah. All, all, you know, just put that aside. He still did that, and he's got that to rest on. He won Comeback Player of the Year. Um, I just don't. I think he looks at himself and goes, "I'm not going to be able to do a full season." No. I just got to let this go, and I love playing the game. He'll be around the game though. He'll coach. I think. Uh, I would love for him Andy, to be working with Fitzpatrick over there. Yeah, Andy, or back in Kansas City. Andy Reid said that he had called Alex Smith and said, "Hey man, whenever you're ready, you have a spot on my on my coaching staff." Andy Reid is an all time fucking great. Dude. <laughs> Andy Reid, another guy who's gonna be up there. As you one know, of the when we talk about head coaches. we talk about one of the great, some of the greatest head coaches of all time. I think Andy Reid, Mike Tomlin's in that situation from at least our generation, and um. And uh, Bill um, Belichick, Bill Belichick, some of the main ones from this generation in that conversation, and just the the differences between all of them is is fantastic to yeah. watch. I love I, I love, and I'll keep this in my memory bank for any time I'm coaching anything in the future. Like uh, the differences shows that you can you there's no there's no, one plan yes that takes you there's to no winning one way football. to just do it. You, you can get do it all these different yeah. ways. I, I love Andy Reid. I think he's a great uh, guy. I think Bill Bell. I think they're all great guys. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not gonna blanket statement just one of those. I think they're all bla- uh, great guys. Um, it's great to hear that Andy Reid comes out with that, especially yeah. with his brother who got arrested for that DUI. Yeah, that's a that's a way to go from from one to the other. Uh, and then as and then as our uncle, I mean, my brain is working on yeah. another level right now, Tyler. And then let's never forget the the greatest quote of all time to ever go be told to Alex Smith from our uncle Norm at the Lake Tahoe Golf Good Tournament. Good luck in Kansas City. Good luck in Kansas City after he had left the Niners. He stopped. He stopped his golf cart down. He he got yeah. in front of that thing and said he got in front of that golf cart. Uncle yeah. Norm got in front of that golf cart just to tell. Alex, Alex Smith. Good luck in, good Kansas, luck in City. Kansas City. Yeah. What what a what a what a guy. Yeah. Alright, let's get into some movie news. We'll start it off with our uh with a question. Last question of the day from the Trapdoor Groupie. What is a movie that disappointed you? Either a movie you were excited to see and it sucked, or an okay movie that could have been a lot better with a few changes. So I I really Oh, I put one fifty nine. Whoopsies. Oh fuck! He's struggling. He's struggling, dog. He's struggling, dog. Um, so I, I really, it's hard to. I didn't get to look uh too much I, into yeah. it or think about it. Do you have anything off the top of your head? Uh, the one thing that I think of is the su- is Suicide Squad. Just the yeah, Suicide I mean, Squad is just a how good ba- answer how for bad that. it was, but the cast of characters they had that they could have. I think a lot of what's come out of the DC, just because of, we know the potential with what we've seen with Marvel, and we've talked about it for plenty, and and the amount of characters they have, and what they bring to the big screen at least, just has not been there. Um, 
off the top of my head, one of the ones I, I, uh, fuck, I just lost it. I just lost it. Fuck, that's the worst. God damn it. Um, son of a bitch. Sorry, this is a complete damn. brain fart for me. Was it one of, was it a newer movie? Let's try to get you there. No, um, so an older movie. How old are you thinking? Not old, not not too old. Okay. Mid two thousands or something like that. Genre. I I can't, Tyler. I Fuck. can't even think. I lost all my thoughts right there, Tyler. That's tough. I literally lost it all. That's tough. You hate to see it. Oh, this is what I. There it is. You love the, to see it. The Matrix trilogy. Okay. okay. Um, I never watched them as a kid when they came out. There's a lot of hype about them. I watched number one and number two. And and I'm not saying that they're a bad movie at all. But the hype is just not worth what the movie puts out. Number one, very good. But people talk about it as one of the best movies of all time. And I don't I don't think it's there. And then number two was just dog shit. I didn't yeah. even I was gonna watch number three, but I was like, I'm not I even heard gonna number bother. Three's even worse. I'm not even gonna bother at that yeah. point, you know? That's, that's tough. And then one that you guys all heard the review for, Back to the Future. Which we did one of the early quarantine throwback movies. Everybody talked about how fucking amazing the movie was. But we had watched Back to the Future a ton that's, of times. That's true. We had watched Back to the Future before. like So before, people wanted us to review it because it was hyped. And I wanted to tell them, like, you're not going to like what I have to say. Yeah. Uh, I had only watched it before I started kind of analyzing movies this way. And more of a critic standpoint, and I and I try and hold some of my beliefs, but also I've never it's never been a movie I seeked out. I may have watched it once or twice growing up, but that's because everybody else was watching it. Yeah. I never seek it out to watch on my own. No. I don't like it that much. the The scores were very low for me, higher for you. I was a little bit more into it, but still, but not... people talk about it like it's the greatest movie of all time. Yes, and it's just not. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah. I mean, I can go down the list. It's, There's a lot of movies, especially in the horror genre, because it's so it's so hit and miss that like and and, and the and, potential the potential of a horror high. movie is very high too. So when it really misses, it, it's tough. Yeah, no. Girl on sure. the third floor. One of those that I wish was a lot better. There you fucking cheesy. Put it in my head, and now I bring it up all the fucking time. Yeah, like, uh, and I've learned, and but but also too, I've learned not to get too hyped up for things. I don't get myself overexcited yeah. for things that I uh, that are not proven to keep lasting. Yeah. I mean, I think like Thor: Dark World is a good example. Like, early in Marvel, you're really excited to see that. It was a bad one. I remember getting really hyped up for the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot that was done in... 2010? 2000 and... Was it 2010? It was around there. Yeah, yeah, it was. High school for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, getting really excited for that one, and that was just a mess. And I think that's because... I think that one was mainly because... You're looking at the villain, right? Yeah. You're looking at like who Freddy is and what makes a Nightmare on Elm Street thing, and they gave more back uh backstory to Freddy in that movie 
which was pretty interesting. It was good backstory. But you really miss out on not having B- Bill, uh, sorry. Robert uh, England. Robert England as Freddy. Yeah, if they, that, that if they did that with him. Snapping, it, it was that, but it was also that time where a lot of those movies were like, we just need to go darker. We need to go darker. Yeah. But, like, the Rob Zombie version of Halloween, Halloween. because That's, Michael Myers isn't a character that you need to look up for. That is the craziest thing. Like, if anybody ever wonders what, what would be the biggest score difference for for us between critics and what we think, I know, don't you think very highly of that movie? I love the two movies that I fucking Rob love those, those Rob Zombie. It's the critics good, it's hate a, it's it. It's a really good take on, on, on what it is. People absolutely hate hate Rob Zombie's adaptation of it. I thought it's... We, one, I you're thought comparing it's one it to the original and it, and Rob Zombie came out and said, look, this is my ode to those movies. Yeah. I'm not trying to outdo those movies. It's two different things. Yeah. And, and the fact that he was open and he did so much different stuff, that, that hit. That hit. All the stuff in there hit. Mm-hmm. It's just people comparing it to the original. This is a bad remake and blah, blah, blah. That's kind of <laughs> shitty. You yeah. can't do that. All right. Um, let's get into some of the actual news Dave season two is set to release June sixteenth. Very excited! I love Dave. Yeah, I, I can't wait for that. So, probably gonna rewatch season one before season two comes out. I really don't need to. Yeah, it's one of those ones where, and it's also hard. We talk about all the time we have so uh, much shit to watch. There's so much shit to watch, so much things to do. Yeah. Don't exactly have all the time for that. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen is a new joiner of the Indiana Jones Five cast. I love Mads Mikkelsen. He's great, and I'm pretty sure he'll be a villain. I do want to watch his movie that he made that everybody's talking about from last year. It's on Hulu now. Um, I don't know which one that would be. Um, cheer. It's about uh, alcoholism and drinking and stuff like that. Is it um, Another Round? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just seen that It's one. on Hulu. I just along seen it was on Hulu. A, I like Hulu because they're getting a lot of the movies from last year that were like Oscar they get noms newer stuff, and yeah. this and that. That that I want to watch. I just man, it's been very hard to find the time. So, yeah. and especially coming into summer here, gonna start doing a lot of stuff, barbecuing outdoors, hanging out. Gonna be real rough to fill the time. Yeah. Um. And we got like a lot of Marvel news coming out. So Amelia Clark and Olivia Coleman have been casted into the Secret Invasions movie. Don't know what that's once about, but. It's it's basically gonna be more scrolls and stuff like that. It's gonna, oh, okay. It's all gonna right, center yeah. around the scrolls and Nick Fury. Okay, and yeah, cool. What they're cool. all doing and I'm adding Probably the star patch pa- patch things together from the after credits and stuff of uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, if I were to guess, I'm, I, uh, and then cool. add, I mean, just adding big stars like Amelia Clark and Olivia Coleman. At this point, good. they can get whoever they want, man. Yep. Uh, Alfred Molina confirmed that in Far From Home he is going to be playing Doc I mean, we already projected. It was it was pretty much like, hey, he's going to play it. This is just confirmation from the actor. Yeah. Um, we got a teaser for Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. That releases Great. September 3rd. Great teaser trailer. Yes. I'm very excited about this one. The feel, the sets, everything looks right. Um, I, love, I love the ideal... I can't wait to do a deeper dive into Shang-Chi. So when that movie comes out, we watch it. We can have some more discussion about lore and and what we're looking... Or right before it, we can talk about what we're getting into. Now that the teaser's out, we're going to expect more trailers. Yeah. Hopefully we get a full trailer. I should be getting into what's going to happen now. Yeah. 
and then uh, just a few hours before we started recording, Sony and Disney struck a multi-million dollar deal uh, to allow Sony titles on Disney Plus in the U.S. Yeah, funny, so I didn't know this wasn't happening already. I had, uh, our, our friend Gary had met, mentioned in the group chat a couple weeks ago, like, just had to pay because one of his daughters wanted to watch Homecoming or something like that. And it's not streaming anywhere. Is it not? I thought I thought at least the MCU ones were on there. No. So Spider-Man. Really? Home, yeah. So that's why the, that's why this deal is getting made right now, is so they can show those MCU Spider-Man. That makes there. sense. But then you're also getting you know the original Spider-Man series. Of course. Yeah. You're getting pretty much a lot of so which. Yeah. Sony. So I sent him the picture, and I was like, or like before we started recording, I sent him the picture. It was like, you're just a little bit too early, man. Yeah. Let's. I, I really want to check that because I could have sworn they had. Squeaky chair. <laughs> no, I didn't realize that they uh, that they didn't have those Sony, the at least the Spider Man MCU movies. That's yeah, crazy. no, 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 no. So yeah, so good. Uh, looking forward to you'll be able to watch those in conjunction in the future with that. Just more I mean, titles to Disney Plus, which is nice. Yeah, exactly. Even though they already have a fucking huge catalog. Exactly. Uh, but that's all I had for movie news. We have some. What was it? Episode five of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, one second. Great, great episode. I like. I don't know why. WandaVision, it was like appointment television. Every Friday I was waking up to watch it. This one I'm just kind of like, eh, I'll get to it by the end of the weekend. Even though it's... But that doesn't take away... There's not much to spoil, and that's the thing. Yeah, because it doesn't take away from the show, because the show has been great. Especially after this last episode, it's been fantastic so far. Yeah, and we're going into the season finale. Yeah. Um, So that'll be very exciting to see. Um, Let's start off, so... We kick off basically right after um, last week's episode with John Walker murdering the Flag Smasher. Sam and Bucky chase him down and square off with him in a warehouse. Some of the main things that come from this is basically you could tell that John Walker feels like this is all happening to him because they don't like him uh, because he's Captain America. Which Bucky may feel that way, but Sam truly doesn't. Uh, like Sam has been giving him over and over again the opportunity to Prove become himself. Captain America, yeah. and look, he's just not the guy, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, great fight that ensues. Um, they beat the shit out of each other. Uh, Sam and and uh, Bucky uh, beat down John Walker. Get the shield back, and uh, Bucky still leaves the shield with Sam. Yes. After all of that. He's the last one that's quote-unquote standing, so he ends up leaving it with Sam, which goes to show, like, he still believes in whatever Cap I was going to say, yeah, he's he'll always believe in what what true Cap's intentions were, and he still wants Bucky to, or still wants Sam to succeed with the shield. U.S. government comes in, steps in throughout the whole thing, uh, takes over. Torres has a talk with Sam while Bucky says he's going to go. Basically, he just takes off, but he, he's going to find Zemu. Uh, it's all about leaves the Black Smashers. Leaves the Falcon stuff with Torres, which is cool. I have a That was at getting... the end of that, yeah. So I Falcon basically, uh, uh, Torres tells uh, Sam, like, hey, uh, we can't do anything now. Yeah. U.S. government's here. 
there ain't shit we can do anymore. And because John Walker snapped off his wings, Sam goes, I don't need that anymore, takes a shield with him. Yep. That's, that's, oh, that got my heart pumping. I was, I was not only juiced knowing that it meant Sam was going to take he's over. He's taking up. He's taking yeah. over the shield and taking up the mantle, but also thinking Taurus is going to take those wings and, and he's going to. He's gonna oh, fix I didn't them. even think about that. He's gonna that. fix those. And you think he's gonna try and? Be... I think he'll. I think he'll be some sort of, some sort of lookout for him. Cause I know that uh, what is it, Red Wing, which Red was Wing's his, a little thing. was the little robot thing. Yeah. It's a real person, and or it's an actual Falcon in the comics. I have a feeling that it's gonna be Torres. Maybe that's that's an interesting take on it. Yeah. Um, John Walker in in court in in Washington. Uh, gets stripped of everything. Obviously still pissed. I mean, we saw this coming. And then we get the big uh, uh, cameo that everybody was talking about in Julia Louise Dreyfus from Seinfeld. Now, a lot of people are like, this is awesome. You know, all those big... I don't like Seinfeld. I don't think it's funny. I don't really give a fuck. I don't Uh, think she's... Everybody thinks Seinfeld. You know what the first thing I thought of was? Mom from Onward. Oh, that's right. She voices that character. I was like, yep, that's the mom from Onward. But she's uh, this character now, and do you have the character's name? I forget. Um, I could, I could find it really Yeah, quick. so so her character now, uh, I can't remember the name, and I didn't write it down, but her character uh, organizes a group of anti-hero slash villains, right? And this is what, kind of what we talked about last week with John Walker. Valentine Allegra de Fontaine. Exactly. So she's good. So obviously this is a start of, I forget what the crew that she assembles name is. Can, is that there, Tyler? I could try and find it as well. Hold on. Just keep, keep, uh, but, bantering. but so she comes in, she talks to John Walker, basically siding with him in a moment of, of pure despair where his girlfriend is trying to console him and, and trying to talk him out of it and, uh, get him to get on a straighter path. I feel like she's going to leave him because he's down this slippery path that we've been talking about and his mind is slowly going and she's just feeding that ego and feeding that. He wants, she wants a soldier. She wants a super serumed up soldier basically. So, uh, they're going to start working together most definitely for sure. That'll be in one of these movies or in a future series of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but it will come up. Leviathan. Leviathan is the name of the uh, group that she assembles? Yes. Yes. All right. But she's also a big player in this secret invasions and secret... It's... um... A scroll was posed as her at, at one point. So the flag smashers, we end up, they they come back to the scene of the battle, the scene of the crime. It's all shut down, uh, and I think it was like an orphanage at that time, and he like it was all for the immigrants or whatever, and um, uh, it's all shut down, and Carly just we see her slowly slipping into that villa. Villain role more and more here. Yeah, as uh, what's his name said, I can't. Zemo said she's already too far gone. Bucky then goes and finds Zemo. Yeah, he's. I think he was at the Sokovian uh, um, monument or whatever. Yes. Um, but he leaves them with the um um Amar Rashad. I think, I think you had it from last week. I had right? it last week. Uh, Amar Rashad. Dora Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje. What the fuck am I thinking of? I don't know. Uh, it Buc- sounded good, Bucky, though. Bucky and him have this whole 
a situation going on where they're talking it out. Bucky goes to shoot him, but empty bullets, and then hands him over to the Dora Milaje, um, and they're gonna take him to the raft, which is that prison that we've seen at the end of uh, Civil War. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 I was uh, like, did they to show live him? out his days, which shows uh, a little restraint from them. Shows what the Dora Milaje is all about, what what the Wakandans are all about. Yeah. It also, uh, at the same time, heals Bucky a little bit. Zemo, not not necessarily a bad guy. This is what we talked about for his future and his character. Like he's not a bad bad guy. No. He's not like, and this is he's not great... a Thanos. He's not but a Red is, But the thing about Thanos too, we look about Thanos. Like, was he that wrong? Was he that wrong? I mean, He's definitely wrong for getting rid of half of everybody. Yeah. But his reason for doing it, overpopulation, hunger, poverty, we see the flag smashers now, like, everything was great while half of you guys were gone, now we're just thrown to the wind. You know, all this kind of, it's it's tit for tat, it's not black and gray. It's like when you watch, and we talk about the problems with the DC stuff. Is everything tends to be black and gray. Yeah. Besides when they do shit with the Joker, and I'm not talking about Jared Leto. True. Uh, Sam, meanwhile, goes and takes the shield over to Isaiah Bradley's house. Mm-hmm. And has a real conversation. Isaiah Bradley opens up to him with without Bucky there. Feels able to open up to him. A lot of stuff about what he went through. Um, a lot of great stuff. I, I, don't, I don't need to get into it in depth. But, like, what it came to was him telling telling Sam, like, no, bla- no black man in his no, right man. No self-respecting black man would... Would actually take up the shield. Yeah. But at the same time, if... It, it's... There, there's back and forth. Because Sam has to deal with, at the same time, like, what if he doesn't? And it gets hands into... Another it, John Walker It's handed situation. to another John Walker. Somebody yeah. who, who doesn't have any respect for that. You know, you don't make any... And Isaiah Bradley had been done wrong and wrong and wrong as an African-American man in the army, with the serum, throughout his life, whatever. He's just happy to be, you know, because c- he's considered dead. He's happy to be where he's at right now. Yeah. But, you know, Sam's living okay. No, you know, like, he still deals with problems. We deal with that earlier in the seasons and whatnot, uh, in this season and whatnot. But, like... He feels like he could really do good taking on the mantle. So it's that inner struggle that we dealt with earlier. It's it's crazy to see the two, and I know they do it on purpose. John Walker, who publicly massacred a guy wearing the suit, gets no prison time. He gets kind of a slap on the wrist compared to what Isaiah Bradley got for in the story he that he was telling. He doesn't even get a dishonorable discharge. No. Well, um, in the story Isaiah Bradley was telling to uh, Sam, the reason he got locked up was because he tried to save others, other soldiers well, who also save, had the serum. He did he, save oh, he did sa- He well, did all that he, stuff. He saved them, but he brought them back to the government, and pretty much he, he insinuated that he brought them back to get killed, basically. Well, they were going to nuke where they were caught. Yes. They were just going to clean up shop. They were shop. just going to clean shop. They, yeah, you know, they had already been treating him and other ones bad. They're yeah. just... 
that's that's the pro and you can go look at Vietnam and in, in World War Two documentaries about African American people fighting for this country and all kinds of shitty things they did. To, yeah. But, yeah, we'll give you rights if you, you want to do this and then but it comes road. with this, comes with that. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. It, it's great to give the other balance to this. Uh, Sam goes back to his sister, realizes that he needs to go home for a while. Um uh, to get back to his roots and and uh, gonna go help with the boat that we feel at home. Uh, Bucky shows up with a gift from the Wakandans. What's in the box? Mm-hmm. What's in the fucking box? I mean, I think it was. I thought it was pretty obvious what was in the box. It's it's, it's a, a Captain it's, America suit for fucking Sam. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was gonna end with that, but um, John Walker. Goes to um, war, war, war machine, war, war, warhawk. What's his name? I don't know who you're talking Lamar, to Lamar's parents. Oh, that his guy. His friend who died. Yeah. Um, and just completely fucking lies to him. Yeah. What is his name? I guess to make him feel better, yeah. But but the problem is is that I know deep Battlestar. Down, Battlestar, yeah. yeah. The, the, the problem is deep down I know that. Like, he's starting to believe his own fucking horse shit. Yeah, he's... You can see it in John Walker's eyes. Yeah. He's not just lying to his parents that he killed the person he, who killed their son. He's telling him what he thinks is the truth, his own truth. Well, he's telling him his own truth. Well, he knows it's not true, but he's going to keep saying it until he, he he starts to believe himself to make himself feel better for doing such a heinous act. And and we still haven't got to the bottom of what they were talking about, what they did in Afghanistan or or whatever when they were fighting in a war. It has to be the same stuff, right? Oh yeah. Lying to themselves about they had to do the right thing for this and that. Yeah. War makes you do ugly things, and and sometimes you just have to kind of admit to that. Uh, Sharon, um, what's her last name? Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. I think we're we're right on track with she's the power broker, right? It's starting so to look I was, more and more. What, what do you think about this scene? So I, uh, the scene makes it seem like it. I watched a video, or somebody was explaining it, and fuck, now I can't remember what the fuck the tweet said. Oh, man. But it, it they said it in a way that it was like, there's no way Sharon is the power broker, and it kind of had me teetering. And then I saw this scene, and I'm like, fuck, but it looks so... Like, they're painting the picture. It's right there, right? It's right there, but how often does Marvel... Just blatantly lay shit out like that for you, you know? Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, and then we finally get... So I, I'm, I, I wrapped this whole... and it, Well, there's one little thing at the end, but there's a big bunch of scenes here where it's kind of like 80s style... Montage. Montage. Where we get most of the stuff we've seen from the trailers of Sam, Bucky, training with the shield, talking to each other. Uh, we're definitely going to get that bullshit we were expecting... In future times, but uh, but uh, Sam is training to be Captain America, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. That was a cool training montage. And then so Carly with the Flax Masters brings in a criminal. It's what's his name? Hitman. It's, Who is it? It's uh, GSP from the from the episode. From, oh, that's from, George Saint Pierre. I could have sworn they brought it. Uh, I think that's the same. Yeah, ba- Batrock or whatever. From yeah. what? From the begin, from the first episode. I don't remember the first episode. In the airplane, 
the opening scene where oh that's a, oh I didn't even notice that yeah good fucking, that's that's good why he, that's why he's that's why he's like I'm only here I want to kill the Falcon he wants to yeah so so he wants to kill the Falcon she knows to get his attention they're going after the GRC yes GRC um who I mean and they show a little scene right before they take over of their little meeting that they're having about national immigrants and all this stuff and what are we doing with these people who come up from back from the snap we need yeah. to get back to normal a lot of sh- like the americans are just playing it playing out as shitty fucking people yeah well the one the one senator who's who introduced but who introduced uh john walker as captain america and then also was the head of the court court when they did the um the they, sentencing at the beginning yeah. when they discharged him and now he's shown at the grc meeting just like oh gives a fuck just send him back or whatever just a complete a ass- shit. just a complete yeah. asshole and you, you could see just how big of a you know dick and how highly he thinks of himself he's not even there in person he doesn't give he doesn't care enough to show up in person he's coming in through a zoom call yeah it's gonna get wild here they're gonna take over the grc yeah Last Sam's episode gonna show up. Good. Bucky's gonna show. Bucky and then, has to be show up, right? Yeah, I I think we're gonna get the wrap up uh, at the very end of Bucky talking to the Asian dudes. He's definitely got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they brought it up during uh, when they during had that their talk. montage stuff. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "There's got to be at least somebody on there you can give closure to." Like yeah, the, it's not the, about the, just getting vengeance. It's I just about getting closure. To. I just got done talking about how they don't just set up obvious shit. This is the most obvious setup they've ever set put in place. Exactly, they do do it. They yeah. do do it. So. And then, did you the mid credit scene of John Walker? Did you see there was a mid credit scene this I, time? <sighs> it doesn't matter. It's John Walker sitting there. He's he's making his own shield out of his war medals. So he's, he's really got, yeah. But it's not even made out of anything. It's scrap metal in his war medals. Yeah, I mean, so he's gonna show up not thinking like it's vibranium, vibranium, no. vibranium or anything no. like that. But it was funny because they did. It's like the the sound of the hammer hitting sounded like when Iron Man was working in in the cave. Good callback. Good callback. Yeah. I like that. All right. Well, that's uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode five. We get the f- series finale coming next week. But let's get to our movie review this week. Yes, we're gonna review. Concrete Cowboy. Uh, Concrete Cowboy is a brand new movie on Netflix. 6.2 out of 10 IMDb, 79% Rotten Tomatoes, 67% Metacritic. Uh, sent to live with his estranged father for the summer, a rebellious teen finds kinship in a tight-knit Philadelphia community of black cowboys. Uh, Caleb McLaughlin. Caleb Ed- McLaughlin, yeah. yeah. Idris Elba, Jamal Jerome, Lorraine... Uh, to Saint, I think that's how it's pronounced. Yep. Uh, Method Man. Method Man's in this, and then they had actual actors from the I, real life. I was thing. gonna say that this is based off yes. of the book Ghetto Cowboy by Greg Neary, directed by Ricky Staub. What were you about to say? To I me? was gonna say I thought that added to the movie. Well, actually, having did hit a little different. It for hit, sure. And what it it did because hit me till the end when they showed like. Oh, these are real. This is real people. Well, it's based I thought off that about true story. it. So, so there's there's a. Uh, should we just jump in? Let's just, just jump into care. it. Just okay. jump into it. So there's a handicapped guy who works at these stalls. Let me. Get, no, 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 I gotta go. I gotta do this. Sometimes you gotta move forward to go backwards. I'm not doing the Lincoln commercials, but Bam. so it's all about true to life. Uh, 
urban stables and urban uh, black uh, cowboys and 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 people who who have been running these in the city of Philadelphia for years and years. Um, and so the young man is getting kicked out of the school. His mom feels no choice. Drops him off with his dad who works at one of these stables. There's tons of people who work there. It's coming of age stuff, like we just said. Mm-hmm. There's one guy who works there who's um, who's one of the true to true life people, not paralyzed in real life, but paralyzed in a movie. Works at the stables, talks to him. One of the most impact, one of the more uh, emotionally felt scenes in the movie when he starts to mention what happened to his brother. His brother and what happened that to him. Passed and, yeah. away and he like passed away from a, a gang shooting or what what have you. And uh, his brother died. He he stayed alive but paralyzed. That's why he works at the stalls. That's why he bought a horse and named it after his brother. Lots of, like that was emotionally jarring. I could really feel that, yeah. and that's good directing. I felt like the directing was a strong point to get these people who and and the and the main woman who's the love interest here, um, like or younger girl, I would suppose. I I guess. But she's a part of it, so you can really feel the heart and soul from there. But a lot of the other stuff, just I, I, yeah. no pull from it. You know what I'm I, saying? Idris, Idris Elba's character gave a little bit here and there, but it just what like it wasn't enough because we know how good of an actor Elba is, and we know he could pull that, and it just didn't seem like he was really that into it. I just I don't want to like, say he phoned it in. I felt like he was being he was playing. Too much of a tough yes. cowboy hard character. Yes, and I don't think that role called for. No, and then the uh, Caleb McLaughlin, there was just no, there was no point where I was like, man, I really hope this kid turns it around because he didn't show like the story I the way. It. Well, I, at one point I was like, now is your time to make the right I, decision. I, I wanted him to, but I just knew he wasn't going to. I didn't feel like to. he was going to, yeah. I didn't feel like he was going to, because he just kept going back and But then they counteracted the that, mistake. too, with the other kid. Yeah. Like, like he was a good kid who grew up there. He's just trying to save these farms by raising money, and I he will flips s- to the dark side kind of thing. So they kind of made that other side of the story... They kind of gave more life to Smush, who yeah, was the other kid. Right. Yeah. Then they gave to Cole, who was the main protagonist of the movie, which I thought was kind of weird. It definitely had a narrative issue. Yeah. Who are who are we looking for as the main character? Where are we looking at? Yeah. And 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 we you need dark and light. But I, I think and 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 I'll say this from right out because I don't really have much to say on this movie because it's not it's not filmed terribly. No. It's not acted terribly. It just there were, lacked there a were narrative. There were some decent performances. There was, yeah. Exactly. This movie made me have questions more than anything. More than anything. And, like, I took a deep dive on, on what this what this actual is in real life. Mm-hmm. This movie serves itself better as a documentary. I was going to say. Flat out. Yeah, okay. And I think they did a decent, a decent enough ch- job with this movie, but it just it makes you ask more questions. Yeah. Whereas they could have just... The, the director of this could have just said, let's do a documentary Because, like, the story of Concrete Cowboys, from what I got from the movie, because I didn't really do any uh, research after. Mostly factual, Tyler. I was going to say, it, like, for me, I was like, I'm more interested in the other stories of, like you said, the, the guy in the wheelchair, which I think his name was Paris, and then the girl, Isha, and, and like, the story surrounding them were more interesting than 
what was going on with Cole, who was the main protagonist, and Idris Elba's harp and stuff like I've that. I watched a short documentary about the guy who actually runs these stables. Yeah. He his parents grew up in in like uh, Tallahassee, Florida, I believe it was, um, d- during slave times and shit like that. He joined the army. He came out. First thing he did did was come to Philadelphia to uh, get a job w- working. Um, he he loved horses from being on the farms back in the day, and he just started buying horses, and then he just kept going in the community as as a good person, yeah. almost running himself dry after he retired from work and he couldn't have an income. He still put he dumped all his retirement money into making sure that these stables and stuff in this area of Philadelphia, uh, where they have all these urban uh, cowboys and all this stuff still stay afloat because it's such a good thing for the young. Mm-hmm. It, it has nothing to do with him. It's all about helping the young people stay off the streets and gain some respect. Which I and- thought was which I thought was great. Like that that like I said that's what made me want to like you said w- would make it a better as a documentary instead gave of just me, instead of just trying to focus on It gave me a, real one character. Real hardball feels for this because that's kind of the idea look i don't i don't need to blanket statement this but like inner city kid being taught by his new dad or by a male model how to act and in the hood trying to stay off the street it's a fucking trope like i was gonna say the the one thing i like about because like you said that is just a major trope you see so many movies made using that same idea but with the with the cowboy it's, that it's, that they being were like, the way they were to... like, let's just take this trope and then instead of just playing baseball or playing football or or playing this or doing that, yeah. let's just put it into cowboy stuff. Yeah. And I feel like, look, man, that just doesn't do enough to make it a good movie. And like the questions it leads me down, and it just it's so much better served as a documentary. And I really hope to see one in the future about a long-standing one because that like. Even the little stuff, I've seen some little short tour, uh, YouTube clips about the actual stuff that happened in Philadelphia. And I think like these people themselves who run these stables can have their own documentary. I think this could be a, you know, eight episode long documentary series that that highlights people who did this, highlights African Americans yeah. in in the West. Because and anybody who knows us, we we don't really like long documentaries like that. If they're gonna like, unless they're they're there's just so there's much just so stuff mu- here, yeah. man. That's like, how you know it should be that long. Like I there's had to a look up a lot of stuff they were history talk- to yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of the stuff they were talking about was like you know John Wayne fucking bullshit. White America tries to race erase us. You know that I think they said one quarter. Of all cowboys, are black. Uh, of of the American West, the the Gold Rush West, mm-hmm. were black. Yeah, it was the only job they can get. The term cowboy comes. I, from... I was gonna say the cowboy the thing that they had it's talked a about. Real fucking thing. How it, it comes when from, they, because from they were, slaves because they would refer to them as boy boys all the time. And they were cowboys because yeah. they would you know mine the fucking herds and shit like that. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous and fantastic. And I feel like a piece of shit for not knowing it. Yeah. But, now, I mean, this is a but, way to learn But it. this comes from me looking things up. Yeah. The movie doesn't really do it. Was, it just, it's a gateway. It I was going to say, this movie works very well as a gateway to get you interested in 
in the topic of concrete cowboys. Yeah, for sure. It was it was good. What did you give it though? I gave it an even seventy. I thought it was good enough. The uh, the see, I gave it less. Um, I was at a what was I on this one? Seventy. Oh, sorry, sixty four. Is okay. that 64? not too not, not too, too much. far off? Yeah. but a little bit lower. It just it lacks a lot of what you need to make a great movie. It's a good story, and they got bones to it. It just, the narrative does not fit where it was laid. And, and I felt like, I felt like also, too, a lot of the, a lot of the scenes that are supposed to, because when you do movies like this, you want to have shortened scenes that, uh, the, basically shortened scenes that explain the hardship they have to pass over, and longer emotional scenes that, or them, like, dealing with those emotions, right? Yeah. Seemed like they switched it. It was just, it was all over the place. Yeah. You know, they took way too long on on how he was cleaning the stalls for the first time and spilling shit on his fucking J's. And then at times they spilled, they, at times they spent too little, too much little time on how he, on how much he was spending time with Smush and what exactly they were doing. Yeah, the fact that I didn't really know what the fuck they were... Like, I kind of had an idea, but I was inferring most of the time until, like, the third or... Or maybe the fourth or fifth meeting of him and Smush when they finally just straight out said, hey, we're selling this stuff. And I was just like, oh, so that's what they're doing. Okay, makes sense. It was really a wild thing. Really a wild thing. And there's not much, you know... Like I said, there's not much to say except for this deserves to be a documentary. Yeah. And Everybody should know about what these concrete cowboys are. So if you don't want to watch a movie, look them up. But this is a good gateway. If you want to just watch a movie that kind of talks about it a little bit to get you, you into yeah, it. Yeah. If you want to get your, you should be informed of these, of, of these cowboys. Yeah. Really good. But yeah, not too much on it. So you gave it a 70. Yeah. I gave it a 64. And I always love seeing method man in anything. So that was nice to see him. Yeah. His character was just not it, pal. I, <laughs> Uh, you know, we talked about going Took back and me so far out of it. going back and forth between everything. He was the most like ridiculous character with just like from one moment oh, being such two, such two, a fucking cop. The, the, and you can really tell the ending. You can tell towards the ending they were just making things fit to make it a good movie, and that's not how things really happened. Which part are you talking about? Well, for so hey, this is me looking up shit. For example. All the the police they came and took those horses and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. They didn't go steal them because the other one got shot and they needed to take it for the last ride. The veter the, the the public veterinarian checked all those horses out and they were perfectly fine and they slid them back to it under the table without no news or anything like that. Just because they didn't want any traffic because you can't take somebody's property. I was gonna yeah. If if the horses are fine, the horses are fine. When he when he said that, when when they, because that was a thing that the the white cop had said, he was like, "We're gonna the doctor's gonna check him out. The doctor's gonna check him out." I was like, "They're gonna come back fine." I mean, the we yeah. they the 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 cowboys had literally been and talking about what, how they will not eat for days just to feed their own and, horse. And that's what happened. And that's what happened in real life. Yeah. Or uh, you know. In, that in makes life. sense. And the, but and you know what else happened in real life? They really. They really got the horses back and took their stalls down. Like they they took the stalls down. Uh, that, they have to fight for, again for land. That doesn't surprise. But me. they do have a um. 
they do have a actual thing, and that's what I wanted to. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. That's what I wanted to mention real quick because we don't oh, have, they have an actual website. Fletcher Street, the Fletcher Street Urban Riding Club is still alive. It's a fucking nonprofit. Um, I might throw a couple bucks at them myself. Uh, do what I can. I really love the story. I really love them. They're keeping kids off the street in in Philadelphia. You know, if Will Smith had had this when he was a child, he, he would have never got burned by his wife on that red table. Oh damn! <laughs> you like those fucking strings that just. I was. There? I thought you were gonna say he would have never ended up with Uncle Phil and yeah, in no. Hollywood. But but, damn, but okay. I think it's a great thing, and I, I like. I love more of this. I think there should be more of this. Like, why can't we just allow horses in the city? But also, too, where they shit, and are you cleaning up the shit when you walk around the sidewalks? True. But uh, that's that um, Concrete Cowboy on Netflix. 70 for Tyler, 64 for me. Yes. Ty, do you have anything else to say to the people? It's been a pretty long episode, especially counting on the fact that we had nothing planned for the end here. Yeah. I ranted a little bit longer on the intro just to, just to make this feel. Everybody plans on this being like two hours, so... Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully next time you hear from me, I'm a lot richer than I am now. I'm going to plan on getting something together. I'm working on maybe a, a video game fighting bracket tournament or a draft. We'll see. Oh, that's right. Because I, next, next week, week we're, doing we're reviewing Mortal Kombat, which will be in theaters. Yes. And also, too, I want to talk it up with you right now. You think we should watch the the old school movie just to get I probably not will. the sequel I probably will end up watching I'll try and watch it too that way I have a reference point yeah but we got Mortal Kombat next week uh, as always and this is one if you don't want to watch it in, at home or in theaters it's on HBO HBO, right? HBO Max it will be in in your living room as always um, hit up the Twitter trap door, at Trapdoor Pod hit the Facebook Trapdoor to Hell email us Trapdoor Pod at yahoo.com for all your questions thank you trapdoor ruby thank you johnny roca thanks mike for reaching out on instagram to to me me and and i think he's gonna reach out to you soon but i I, I appreciate all the listens we love you guys very much let's not forget no dab uh no dab as a new listener thank you guys so much and keep keep supplying us questions i mean filled up what like 30 minutes to this that was so if you guys like that we don't mind we'll do whatever we are we are slaves to you so go ahead and uh send them out buddy i am not your slave bye
Let's go. 